Welcome, welcome, welcome to E-Society Podcast. Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? Nez back, E-Society Podcast. Anchor edition. Uh, more lists for you. You guys just listened to our um, uh, 2022's Academy Award nominations. Uh, well, some of them. We didn't run through all of them, but... Yeah, we still got another month and some change before the Oscars start. But um, I found a list that I know I couldn't do with the Zisu because he's not the horror washer that I am. So I had to bring in, I had to call in the big guns, call in, the ex, <laughs> call in an expert. <clears throat> We've both been in the game since 71. Uh, brother Mike is back in the house. What's up, brother? Hey, man. <laughs> The biggins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, them too. <laughs> the fat boys are back. <laughs> um, Man, you ain't been on for a minute. So what was your first time this year for the new year? But, uh, uh, before we dive into anything, what's been going on? Uh, just a really bad case of sciatica, man. Oh. I am like, yeah, it's, uh, it is seems that old age is kicking in. Um, but uh, I just been taking it easy. Um, I finally got to, I tried it out, went for a walk tonight, had to stop twice and stretch it out. But, uh, you know, miles to go before I sleep. Uh, other than that, I'm still uh, waiting for the article in Fangoria to drop about action figure photography and uh, started uh, writing, uh, finishing up that screenplay, that one that uh, you and everybody else is going to help me with, that film I want to do. Um, just started tightening it up again. But other than that, everything's been cool. Got a new ride, uh, so I've been breaking that in. And, um, yeah, that's about it. Yeah, man, I'm just getting over a cold. Renee and Eric were sick last week, and then it was only a matter of time. Till uh, I got it, and Buster's been coughing around, but uh, we're both getting better. Uh, just a regular cold. Uh, regular colds are still around, everyone. So, um, <laughs> oh man, I was down for like two days. I was uh, like today, I can't smell anything. I can still taste everything, but just my it was like just cough and uh nasal i can just feel the drainage going down the back of my throat and i was like oh i I was rough but i'm all right still did some shows dude i i I don't know if you know me and the wife were thinking back the other day and she's the one that brought it to my attention i haven't been sick in three years there you go cold blue been around people that have people around me got COVID. I didn't get it. Knockwood. Yeah. That's great, man. Like I, yeah, nothing, not even a cold. Yeah. I mean, usually I just get like a stomach thing, but this one was, I haven't had a cold for a while either. This one really knocked me down. <clears throat> yeah. Of course you get, you get nervous once you start your, Oh, my throat. And oh, I got a headache and everything. You just with, with the shit that's going around, you're like, Oh man, because Renee already had it as well as Eric. So she would just like, I just need to get tested. So she got tested and she was fine. So figured we all were. Um, 
I was, my buddy did get it and I was working with him one night and he said, Hey man, he called me like the very next day. I was on my way. To, I was driving to the airport. I was going to go to Texas and uh, he goes, Hey man, um, I just didn't feel good yesterday and I really feel like shit today. I take, I took a test and I'm positive. I was like, you motherfucker. So I had to um, <clears throat> sit in this room for a week just to be safe. I was off for a week. So I was like, man, just burned up all this vacation for nothing. So you were in a fright, man. No, I was just going to go down there and visit some friends and that didn't happen. So I just ended up just sitting in the room and, uh, watched movies, recorded shows. And, and that was all I did. <laughs> but then I have five days hit and I took a test and uh, I was fine. I mean, it was nothing. And then Damn. went back to work. I was going to go to Arizona this time because I was off all week. I was going to go to Arizona to visit my grandmother. And they was like, oh, I don't feel good. I was like, fuck. So I had to wait it out until she started to feel better. And right when it was like, it was Friday, last Friday. I was like, um, I'll be all right. I think I'm, I'll probably fly down there Saturday. Nope. Saturday morning, I was... <clears throat> coughing around. I was like, fuck. And then that was it. That's all it took. We went to Reno Saturday. She went, she needed to get a new phone. And while I was sitting in the car, I was like, man, I feel weird. And then I got up and kind of walked around outside and I sat back down and then the headache started. I was like, fuck. So, but yeah, I was, I was down for like two days. So I'm, I'm, I'm back. I'm going back on, on, on the, on the good side right now. Hopefully I'll feel better in the next. Well, I feel better, but. It's just this, this lingering cough, but um, heading down to the bay on Thursday for um, death service, and then I'm just gonna go. I'm going like super early. I'm gonna go in there, just pay my respects and bounce before everyone starts pouring in there. So I told Darren that I was like, "Dick, dude, I, I, I really, I don't want to stick around. I mean, this, this ain't my thing, but I just want to see him and his mom and and uh, just get out of there before everyone starts pouring in." Cause I don't trust those fools down there. So yeah, they're, um, they're, um, doing away with mask mandates, uh, on Tuesday. I know yeah. that that's why I'm like, I'm going in there getting out. <laughs> yeah. I'm still going to, I'm still going to support mine. Like, me, me too. I mean, I, I just want to err on, well, I'm diabetic, so I have to be very careful. And then, uh, the wife, man, they're having them go back in person. Uh-oh. In person classes, so she ain't she ain't too uh too excited about that. But yeah, man, that's that's all that's been up. I haven't been gone. I haven't gone to the movies. I haven't. Uh, I don't want to risk it, you know. So I just wait till everything comes on stream. <laughs> so well, when I go, I go when no one's there. So I mean, I'm all right. Um, but I did buy my ticket for the Batman. I don't care. I want to see that. <laughs> so, um, I went and saw Scream. That was the last movie I seen. I went in there and nobody was in there. Like maybe three other people, and we were spread out all over the place. So we were all right. Man, I was all excited to see that, and then somebody spoiled it and said, you know, that oh, there's gonna be another one. I was like, oh, come on, man, can't it just end? I haven't, I haven't seen it, so I don't know anything. All I know is. That was the only thing I heard. Like nobody really in the, in my pages is talking about it. Like some 
D bags usually ruin shit with their figure photography, you know, <laughs> recreate scene, but nobody has been. So everybody's just been doing shots of book of Boba Fett episode six. <laughs> but, uh, I, I, it could end if it would have ended on this one. Fine. I thought it was it. Uh, the way it ended, I was like, oh, cool. But then I'm, now I'm seeing, I guess since it did so good, they're like, yeah, we're, we can do it again. I'm like, oh, oh God, just leave it. Just like this Texas Chainsaw bullshit on Netflix. Leave it alone. He's too <laughs> old to chase people now. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm going to watch it. But, I mean, did you see Leatherface, that last one? No, dude, I, I saw Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, and that dude. was it. I seen the second one because it was Toby Hooper. But all the rest, in the remake, but everything else, like, you know, this one takes you back to the beginning. It's like, dude, okay, are we going to, like, show these fucking embryo now? Like, how far back are they going to go? It just takes you back to his dad. Like, I don't care about that. Give me 73, over, done with. That last one, Leatherface, I need, I need to rewatch it. I know I watched it once. I said, man, this was garbage, but I'm a completist, so it's right here with all the other ones. Oh, but I just they just it's the same thing. It's the curse of the template. And like if you've seen 48 hours, you don't need to see another 48 hours. It was the same movie. Pretty much. Same same exact movie. These are all the same, man. Just like forget about it. I mean, I mean, I think the only one they're not really beating into the ground right now is Nightmare on Elm Street. But I'm sure. Uh, someone's gonna bring that one back. Um, well, they're doing Evil Dead. Is it in that high ride? Evil Dead Rise, and it's a chick that's be- playing Ash. Oh, it's not a continuation from. No, it's it's a. I don't know. You never know, man. Like with Candyman, Candyman was the best surprise out of a horror movie sequel ever. Yeah, that was good. That that dropped a huge surprise on everybody because they kept the, the details under wraps really well. But man, it's just everything just needs to stop and stop like these stupid shark movies. <laughs> they need to stop. If if you don't if you can't beat like to me the newest one that that they need to beat is the shallows. Because if you don't have the budget to create a CGI looking shark like that one. It's fake sauce. I mean, get out of here. Which one was that one? Blake Lively. Oh, when she was stuck on the rock. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that one was good. Um, the shark one looked looked awesome. Uh, the the descent three sharks in a cave. That one. Um. Was it uncaged two? Wait, the descent three? And that's pretty much what it was, because they were in the caves underwater, and there was a shark. There was a shark in there that was blind. Oh, that forty-seven meters. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that one. That one was actually pretty, pretty quiet. I, because at the end, they were just getting attacked left and right <laughs> when they were trying to crawl, get out of the water. I think then. But yeah, that and then this new one with uh with what's the uh, Silverstone? Oh, did you see it? No, dude, it's garbage, man. <laughs> it is because, dude, did you see Great White, this newer one? It was okay. It was better than the the wreck one. It was better than that one. Okay, but th- I still can't get behind the roaring sharks. 
There's only it's, one roaring shark, and that was in Jaws of Revenge. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's that. You can't. You can't. You can't fade that movie. Leave that one alone. Yeah, but it's a Christmas classic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that movie. <laughs> God, I can't believe we said watch that twice. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, the, the wreck one dude that don't even bother. I mean, they tried. It was it was just it was terrible. I mean, nothing against Alicia Silverstone, but the movie was just nah. Great White. At least there was a bigger budget, and the CGI was better. I mean, Requin was just green screens. The whole time and, and it looked and it wasn't even good green screen it, it looked bad great white was at least out wherever it was supposed to be in vietnam i'm not really sure where they filmed it um no 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 i'm sorry uh yeah it was no, no great the, the, the requin was in vietnam great white was in australia um but it it, it was at least it, it at least looked good and it kept my attention more than than the wreck one. The wreck one was just, ugh. But they just need to stop, man. Oh, uh, real quick, did I tell you? Um, just a quick footnote for all the listeners, all you horror fans, especially Scream and uh, Blade fans. Um, the dude that played Steve in Scream, Drew Barrymore's boyfriend, uh-huh. <laughs> my next door neighbor. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> it was right across the hall, Kevin Patrick Walls. We talked to him. Yeah, I every, almost every time I see him. Um, and he was also in Blade. He was that cop that uh, tried to attack that chick in her apartment. Oh, that's uh, from, him? Yeah. Oh, fuck. The one that he had the little deacon thing on the back of his neck? Yeah, oh. yeah. He, um, uh, I was out there one day. I was like, um, I was like, hey, can I ask you a question? He's like, yeah. I was like, you were you an actor? He goes, man, decades ago. I was like, you were in Scream and Blade. And he's like, yeah. I was like, oh, dude, cool. And that, that was it. He's like, we'll talk more, but I got to go. But yeah, he's really cool. What's his name? Kevin Patrick Walls. Yeah, I had to look him up. Yeah, he's he's really cool. He has a cool cat, too. Which yeah. the wife let me pet. Look like Screaming Blade with the biggest thing he's done. Yeah, pretty much. Did some TV, something called The Soul Keeper. I was like, you got killed by Ghostface and you got beat up by Blade and killed by Dorf. (laughs) Dorf. Yeah. Steven Dorf. Oh, real quick, uh, Pops really loved old Henry. Oh, dude, man. He watched it three times while Good. we were there. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I just, I didn't even see that coming. I was like, that's the best part about that movie. I didn't either. That's why I was like, when this was over, I was like, damn, this movie was really good. Yeah, yeah. If you guys haven't seen Old Henry yet, definitely check that out. It made my um best of list of uh, 2021. But, all right. Um... We're back to the list. So Collider.com. This is a list that came out back in 2019. But um, this is the 21 best horror movies of the 1970s. Looking back at one of horror's best decades. 
<laughs> I'm a kid of the eighties, or both of us are. I'm I mean I love seventies horror, but I still gotta go with the eighties for me as as being the best. But we'll see what um these guys have to say. And speaking of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, this is the first one on the list. Um, did we see, I know we saw this together, but the, the first time, did you say it with me or, cause I remember me and Jamie went and seen it the first time. I, I saw it with Jamie. We went to Parkway. Um, we saw a double feature. It was with, uh, up the Creek. Okay. Cause I remember when we saw it is when the ending was all chopped up, and, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was just an old, it, this is not digital boys and girls for you. New Jacks. This, it was just, it was film. And when you play those films over and over too much, and they they melt and tear, and I don't know what <laughs> happened, but it was <laughs> credits. <laughs> all, all I know is it was it was uh, them having her at the dinner table, and then it cut to her diving out the window, and then it cut to her jumping in the truck, and that was it. <laughs> <laughs> then the credits. We, then the credits. We didn't even get to see him dancing around with his chainsaw. Was no. Just, yeah, it was like three, it was like they, <laughs> it was uh, it was over. I remember in theater going, oh, <laughs> if that would have been the first time we'd seen it, I would have been pissed. <laughs> <laughs> you and I were just laughing, just laughing the whole time. What did we see that with? I I don't remember. Um, Is it Cobra? I. I don't know. I mean, I remember seeing this. I mean, not in 74. We were only three years old. But when they re-released it in the theater, because I remember them showing commercials for it, uh, TV spots. And I'm like, oh, man, I want to see this. Because I've heard about it, read about it in Fangoria. I mean, shout out to Brother Mike here. He introduced me <laughs> to Fangoria. And I was like, oh, man, I want to see this. And then when it finally came back to the theater and I got to see it. Yeah, Jamie and I went and seen it. And man, I mean, I love it. I mean, for cheesy, it is. I mean, there you hardly see any blood, much less gore or anything. I mean, but th- this movie, it it still holds up to the test of time. And yeah. uh, I love it. I mean, it's got just awesome characters, crazy. I remember hearing about it and, and watching it and going, man, is this going to be scary? And I, I was kind of creeped out the first time. But then after it was over, it just turned into like a comedy. Because especially with the um, the hitchhiker and when they got to the to the farmhouse and and it was just hilarious. But man, I mean, this what, movie's still awesome. What's your favorite? What's your favorite line by the hitchhiker? Oh fuck! <laughs> um, I don't think I I don't know, man. But the thing that I love that he did is when after they kicked him out of the van. And he was uh, rubbing his blood and kicking his side. And, the, and you, it's a shot from inside the van looking out the window. And you see him just going. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the hell? I mean, uh, I met him. He's he's, an, he's a cool guy. If you ever go to a con and you meet him, I think his name is Edwin Neal. Um, he was awesome. He, he's a good guy to talk to. Definitely talk to him uh, about this film if you guys ever meet him. But, oh, man, I think. My, I mean, out of my favorite line out of the whole movie, I can't, I can't think of anything from the Hitchhiker was um, uh, Drayton Sawyer, when uh, 
uh, when he got to the house, look what your brother did to the door. <laughs> <laughs> or when he was uh, about to um, beat uh, Leatherface when he was chasing around the house with that, I don't know, stick or something. And he was just trying to find some excuse to him because he kept asking, did you let him get away? And he's, hey, hey. I mean, you never really hear Leatherface talk, just make noise. Then he's like, you, and he's holding, he's like, he's trying to think of something to say. Look what you did to the door. And then he just starts beating him with it. I mean, you, you ruined the door. Yeah. <laughs> my movie, favorite movie's my, awesome. My favorite lies, but she's at the table and she goes, you can make them stop. And he goes, no, we can't. <laughs> I like that one. And then when he sees Sally, he's like, oh, I thought you was in a hurry. <laughs> Oh yeah, man. man, PCM man, that that's that's one of our one of our uh, faves, man. That's that's a that's a fave, definitely. <laughs> I mean, there's so many different um, versions of the film. I mean, either DVD or, or or Blu-ray wise. I mean, I just got whatever the first go around was because they never really. Did anything to it. I don't know if there's a 4K one yet. I know there's a steel book. I see it. I have it in my hands. Like, do I need to buy this again? But- the, st- the, the steel book one is um is a 4K scan, but it's not ultra HD. Mm-hmm. But it, it's a it's a 4K scan, just like that steel book of uh that that shout did of the thing. John Carpenter's the thing. It's a it's a 4K scan. But Does it look not- good or sound yeah, good? It, yeah, it's all cleaned up. It really sounds good. better than the first go around. Oh yeah, it's a five point one Dolby Digital. All right, I guess I'll I'll have to get it then. It's only like seven bucks at Best Buy. I see it all the time, so if you can't find it, just let me know. Um, yeah, it's fourteen ninety nine on Amazon. But all right, moving down the list. This one I've never seen. 1973's Don't Look Now. Is that it? Donald 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 and Julie Christie and whoever else. Have you seen this one? Yeah, that's I just recently saw that like uh about a year ago almost. Um it's a good ghost story. Uh it's one of those ones you like it's it's you really have to watch it and it has a lot of uh you kind of have to like uh it's like you have to decide what's real and what's not. Um, okay. yes, it's, they, uh, there are a couple living in England, uh, Julie Christie and Donald Sutherland, and they lose their daughter, their daughter, uh, uh. she died in an accident and he, and she was wearing a red jacket and like a year later they moved to London and he, when he's out, he keeps seeing this little, little girl in a red jacket every time he tries to follow her. Um, and then, like a little side story, there's all these murders going on in London, but it, it it's worth watching. I mean, it's a classic. Is this is it the one when he like picks her up and turns around? And it's an old lady. <laughs> yeah, okay. it's a it's a little person. Yeah. she's she's the one going around murking people. Okay, um, it's it's good. I mean, the whole like just watching it, it's a it's a it's got that good seventies uh, ghost story feel. All right, I I seen it on one of those. It's horror. on Prime. Is it? Yeah. I'm trying to see. 
It's on YouTube. And it's on Prime, but you gotta pay for it, don't you? No, I think it's one of the Prime Prime ones. Uh, all right, let me see. I'm just checking YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, all right, yeah. Look at this like little old lady. Yeah, it's not on there though, but all right, I have to check that one out. I'll take your word for it. Um nineteen seventy-nine, Ridley Scott's uh Alien. When did you first see see this one? I know I've mentioned it many times on the show. Uh, I saw it down at the scene seven down the street from the house with Kathy. Okay. Um, yeah, we went we went and saw it. Uh, I think that was it was the only thing showing, and I I talked about it. So mom was like, "Just take him to go see it." So I went. Joe Joe was like, "I don't know. It might be a little scary for him." But I was like, "I want to see it." So. It was cool. Um, we both liked it. I just remember uh, I came home, we were talking about it, and Dad was like, what did you think of it? And I was like, he goes, what did the alien look like? And I was like, it looked like a little hot dog with teeth when it came out. <laughs> he was like, what? <laughs> like, yeah, when he came out of that guy, it looked like a hot dog with teeth. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, I saw it at the, um, for those of you that haven't heard this story, I've mentioned it many times. Uh, I saw it at the Coliseum drive-in the first time. What happened? What happened? I I don't remember what we saw, but I remember looking out the side of the van, the cozy car, and um, <laughs> and watching the whole movie. Did not hear one word of dialogue, but I watched the whole movie because I was like, "What is this?" Because I was like, "Oh, it's space, cool." So I just sat there and stared and watched and didn't know what was going on. But after the face hugger jumped out. And I just like, oh, I was really into it. And I just sat in the back of the van. I opened up that small little window. I can hear kind of, <laughs> but I, I sat there and watched the whole thing. I actually didn't hear any dialogue until it came on TV. So, but then after that, once VHS hit, no, I think it came on uh, Showtime. And I, and I saw it um, uncut or the rated R version finally. So did you like the, um, the special edition one with the, the the extended scenes and the new added scene at the end. Um, I thought it was cool, but with the special edition, they cut some stuff out too of the original. That, like one of the one of the scenes I really liked was when um, Dallas was talking to Mother when he was in the in that little private area, and he asked like, "What are his chances?" They cut that scene out. Oh, they did. Yeah, in the special edition one, and I was like, "Why? Why they? Why they cut that one out?" I mean, it was. I mean, both versions are cool, but um, I, I don't know. I mean, to me, always like less is more in some some cases, and it's just like with the second one, the added scenes at the end kind of like mess with the pacing of the film a little bit. But um, I, I I appreciate just like with Blade Runner. Like I love all versions of Blade Runner, um, but is, this one—is there a version of the the original? I mean, the one when he's narrating it. I mean, yeah, that's it. It it's, comes with the. Um, I have that. It comes with the like all versions of it. It's in a. It looks like a book. Oh, okay. But, well, then I'm. But the four, yeah, the four K one is just the the final cut. Oh man, see, all right, I got I got to find that one because I I. I know I have it on VHS, the one with the narration. Because that was the yeah. first time 
I think we seen it right when we saw that it was that in Road Warrior. Yeah, we saw that Parkway upstairs. I remember that. Um, I mainly wanted to see Road Warrior. I didn't even know what Blade Runner was until we watched it, and I was like, "Fuck, that was really good." But yeah, Alien, uh, awesome film. <laughs> you guys should have all seen it by by then. All right, um, moving along. This is a film that came out in '76, The Tenant. Uh, bureaucratic rents a Paris apartment where he finds himself drawn into a rabbit hole of dangerous paranoia. Have you heard of this one? I have not. Uh, I've heard of it. I've never seen it. Who's in it? Roman Polanski, Isabel, someone, someone, and a bunch of other people I never really heard of. Directed by Roman Polanski. Mm. Well, I don't know. I'm I'm sure he was doing dirt even back then. But uh, (laughs) is he still alive? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, he is. He's still alive. Yeah. Is he in jail or is he hiding still? He went into hiding. (laughs) Yeah, he did some stuff that uh, he shouldn't have done. Um, Underage, I assume girls. I I don't know, but yeah, he's he's a creep. But um. This sounds interesting. I'll, I'll have to check it out if I find it somewhere. But, um, ah, awesome film. 1974's Black Christmas. Um, <laughs> Wait, the the original? Yes. I've never seen the original. Oh, dude, man. It's never on, um, if it's not on Prime, um, it's on um, Shudder. I know that. Okay, I'm going to have to watch it. I just know I've, I've seen the ending. Um, Because all those like horror compilation shows that when, you know, they always have celebrities talk about horror movies. Um, But I've never, yeah, I've only seen that, uh, that um, one, that that recent one. Oh, the one with the the new, new one? The Rorities girls fighting the, the fighting uh, fraternities with the the black goo and all that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've never. That one that it, that had nothing to do with this original. That one was just by name only. I, I know a lot of people didn't like it. I I, I liked it. I have it in, in my collection. Um, the 2006 remake of this film was badass. If if you haven't seen that one, um, definitely check that one out. But this one, um, Brian and I did it. I saw it a long long time ago, and I really just forgot about it and then um brian and i did it if it wasn't last year it was a year before um but this movie's good dude yeah definitely watch it it's it's um I don't, you already know the ending but yeah it's it's a good movie for for what it was i mean i i, I thought it was awesome it's got a young uh, lois lane Margot kidder um who else is in it john saxon's in it uh, olivia hussey um, Adrian Martin. Uh, who else is in this? Bunch of other people. I mean, once you see him, this is all the younger versions of him. So, but when you see him, you'll know. And what's his name's in it too? From two thousand one, Dave, uh, Kira, oh, Kira Deli. Yeah, him. He's in this. But yeah, dude, definitely check this movie out, man. This this movie's fucking badass, man. I love it. It's from the director of uh, Christmas Story, Bob Clark. It's it's really really good, dude. Definitely check that one out. Um, all right, moving on to nineteen seventy eight. Um, 
my all-time favorite zombie film, and that's uh, George A. Romero's Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. I heard about this movie from you. <laughs> so, but, um, out of I mean, out of all the dead movies he has done, I mean, this one to me is just his best. And I love Night of the Living Dead. Don't get me wrong. And I love Day of the Dead and the other ones. Yeah, but this one is just it was an amazing. I mean, I love watching documentaries on on how they made this movie and what they did and. Um, you guys are so used to how the zombies look now, all mangled up faces and 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 look like monsters or, or skeletons walking around. Um, this one just they just threw blue paint on people, bluish purple <laughs> paint on their faces, and maybe added uh, some little prosthetics for a a bite on their face or whatever, and sent them out there. And that yeah. to me that look that was more scarier than how they looked in the next film in Day of the Dead. But this one was just a shoestring budget, and they it was really cool. They had this mall, and this mall is still there. Um, but yeah, I mean that's that's one of the places I want to go to. It probably doesn't look exactly like this, but it's um it's still there. I mean, I I'm, I think uh, my friend said the uh, ice rink isn't there anymore, but. Man, this movie is awesome. I've seen this movie a billion times. Um, Your house, um, the the Reast, when they re-released these things, I, I'd seen them. Um, met George A. Romero uh, at Comic-Con one year and, and just kissed his butt about this film. And he sat there and listened and smiled. And, man, thank you. I'm glad you love it. I'm, I made it for you guys. And I was like, oh, man. Um, rest in peace, George. We love you and we miss you. Um, but yeah, man, when was the first time you saw this one? Uh, I saw it with my cousin, Jim, <laughs> he, he had it and, uh, he's, we sat there and watched it and it, it was just like, wow, you know, cause to go from the black and white to this one. And I was thinking like, even as a kid, I was like, so there was zombies for 10 years. Like, is that what the storyline is? Like. Did it start? Did the play? Did the sickness start and then stop and then start up again, or are we just? Is this like a reboot? Like, did he just refresh it? Because I was, I didn't know. But either way, man, just like little questions. But as it as it, the film is just the way it started, you know, it was really really effective and um and and the opening scene in the hood. And that, that shootout in the hood, and it was just—it it was just all classic film, man. Like one of the either one of the top, I would say one of the top three zombie movies. I wish they would put the extended version on Blu-ray. Right now is just the theatrical cut that that I have, and it is out of print. Um, I don't know why they don't put out. I mean, Anchor or not Anchor? Yeah, Anchor. They put out that little box set with like three different versions of the film: the theatrical, the extended, and then whatever the, the European shortcut or whatever, where they chopped a bunch of it out. But I mean, this movie—it's it, amazing. This is, it was one of those ones that that I could watch over and over and over. And it, to me, I mean, it, it it was scary, and I I had those same questions. I was like, well, if this is part two. I mean, 
it just kept on going. Maybe they were kind of living with it, thinking they can get it under control. And then, and then they finally, with this one, like it's out of control and F it. Everyone's just, you're out on your own. Cause that's when I'm like, wow. Cause when, when the world just turned to chaos uh, from here on and everyone was just out there on their own. I mean, that's when, that's when it got scary. Cause even day of the dead, when it was just like worse, but um, I mean, I still love this film. I mean, these these are the days and all or nothing days uh, of movie making, or even in this time. Came out in '78. I'm sure it was shot in '77. But I mean, there is no gun stores in malls anymore. <laughs> it's so <bright. laughs> uh, it, it's still an awesome film, man. I loved it. I mean, I'm sure they had a lot of cleanup uh, each night uh, after they. Um, filmed this especially when they had all the the cars driving around in there or the or the bikes i'm sure they had to go and clean up scuff marks and everything but man this this movie is amazing um the the extended version is streaming on youtube so if you haven't seen that version just it said it'll say dawn of the dead extended version or whatever and it's clear copy so have at it all right this next one i've never seen um well i've seen bits and pieces of it and I, but I did see the the remake with Nicolas Cage and it was garbage. But this is um 1973's The Wicker Man with uh, Dracula or AKA Count Dooku, Christopher Lee. Did you see this one? Nah, never had any interest in it. I remember Bob Wilkins was a uh, like when they showed it on on um, Creature Features, and he was like. You know, it was one of those, like, when they first showed Friday the 13th, and he was like, you know, we'll give you a few minutes to put the kids to bed or to change the channel. I I don't know. I mean, I guess there was nudity in it or some, I don't know. I just had no interest in it. Right. A Puritan police sergeant arrives in a Scottish island village in search of a missing girl uh, who the pagan locals claim never existed. Um. Again, I've only seen bits and pieces of this film. I've never actually sat down and watched it uh, all the way through. But I went and saw the remake in the theater, and I was like, come on, Nick, you're better than this. But, yeah, The Wicker Man. Uh, I know a lot of people, I've heard other pods, and everyone's like, man, this movie's boring, and uh, why is it a classic? Hey, it's it's got its spot in, in horror history, so we got to deal with it. Um I'll have to find it and, and, and sit down and watch the whole thing and then uh, let you guys know what I thought of it. But all right, moving on to 1975, the greatest shark movie ever made, and it'll never be topped. And this is Steven Spielberg's Jaws. Same thing like, no, 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 no. Um, I did. When I saw this that weekend, it came out at a drive in in San Francisco. And I didn't see the whole thing because I fell asleep. Actually, didn't see it see it all the way through. Uh, um, the second time is when in '77 because it uh, it was a double feature with the car. The car was new. This was the second movie that played, and I got to sit there and watch Jaws all the way through. Then I watched the car. Um, but yeah, this this movie is awesome. It still scares me. It's st- it still holds up today. Um, the many different versions of this film. Um, how's the 4K one? Did you get that one? Oh, yeah. Uh, I got the Steelbook one. Uh, really good. The transfer is really beautiful on the sound. 
because uh, they did they did the sound in, in Dolby Atmos, so it's like immersive. It's really a, a good uh, it's really a good transfer. Um, yeah, I first saw this down the hill. Uh, I think I saw it with my dad, my my mom and dad both. But yeah, I really like that. I, I love. And when I watch this movie, regardless of where I'm at, I I have to have my feet off the floor. Weird, like <laughs> even even the wife noticed that. She's like, you know, when you watch it, you always have your feet. I was like, yeah, because I don't want it on the floor. I get bit. <laughs> yeah, well, I can't hang my arm and my leg off the bed and get bit off. Yeah. We'll get bit off. So, yeah. but yeah, man, but Jaws, you're right. I mean, this, the debate's still up about whether it's horror or whether it's, it, to me, I always thought of it as a uh, suspense action adventure. Um, cause horror is a, you know, okay. Well that, that's debatable. But anyway, yeah, dude, quintessential shark movie, never be topped no matter how, this is one of those movies like I would protest if they were like if uh, Spielberg ever did a Lucas and was like we're gonna redo it. And was, no, 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 just leave it, man. Leave that's the practical effects, big ass shark. Can't beat it. Yeah, man. You you can't you can't beat what they did in in seventy four when they filmed this. I mean, you you can't beat it. You'll never get three actors that can do what uh, Richard Dreyfuss, Roy Scheider, and um, what's his nuts? Robert Shaw. You'll never get anyone to top what they did. You'll never get, um, no matter how many different um, musicians or or, um, John Williams, no one can ever top what he did. And you you can't. I mean, because it won't be... Practical effects. It'll be CGI. And I'm sure they'll do practical effects as well. I mean, but they won't. Everyone loved the Meg. I hated that movie. I, <laughs> I thought it was stupid. It looked cool. I was like, all right, cool. Another shark movie in the in the theater, too. So awesome. Let me go see this. I was sitting there going, ah. But... I think the last shark movie I saw in the theater that I went, yeah, was Shark Night 3D. It was stupid, but man, it was awesome in 3D. <laughs> it was hella good. Uh, I love that movie. But this one, I love this film. Again, we can watch it over and over and over no matter what. Even if you just channel, sur- channel surfing and it's on, no matter what part it's on, I'll watch it to the end. Will yeah. you watch it on the Spanish channel? Um, yeah, I mean... <laughs> I know what they're saying. <laughs> so it'll be yours. Hell yours. <laughs> oh man, I, I love this film. Um it's the the book is totally different, but um I, I, I love the movie. If they would have made the book into like the book version of this film, there was way more drama than there was shark action uh, in the yeah. in that. So um read the book though, when Peter Benchley's uh Jaws in the book, uh, in the book, the way they describe Chief Brody just made me think of uh, Paul Giamatti. <laughs> and uh, yeah. Hooper, Hooper was banging Mrs. Brody. Yeah, he was. <laughs> well, in the book, they described him as like he probably looked like Jan Michael Vincent, <laughs> whom, whom they wanted. It was supposed to be uh, 
Steve McQueen, Paul Newman, and Jan Michael Vincent. <laughs> those those are the three that it would have been a totally different like I don't know if Quentin Tarantino ever got the budget to remake it probably once upon a time in Amity. It'll it'll be them. All right. But I, yeah. Us. I'm gonna I'm gonna need your help. This is that Dr. Fives movie. Came out in seventy one. The what? I can never pronounce this word. Abominable? Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> like worst Worcestershire sauce. <laughs> yeah. Abominable Dr. Fives or whatever. Did, did you ever, uh, just real quick, real quick thing to spelling. Did you ever listen to Patrice O'Neill when he did that comedy bit about it, about spelling? Huh. He goes, man, if somebody held a gun and was like, we're going to shoot your mom in the face, like spell, Ruben. Spell banana. He's like, what? Just spell it, nigga. He's like, B A N N N N N N. Like, man, give me another word. All right, nigga. Restaurant. Rest. R E S T U R A. Rest two. Rest two. Is Patrice O'Neill his comedy special, Elephant in the Room? And uh, it, do that whole that whole thing is funny. Does laugh for half, like a fucking hour and a half straight. Is that the dude from Get Out? Uh, no, no, no. Patrice O'Neill was in. Um, he was one of the uh, one of the guys that worked in the warehouse in the office. It was Craig, oh uh, oh oh okay. Craig Robinson and him. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah, but that was blow banana. I'm gonna shoot your mom in the face. And he's like, okay, B A N N N N N N. Oh man, Doctor Fives. I've seen this movie once. It came on the on Channel Seven, the the three the three thirty movie. Um, and I've never seen the other ones. This is the only one I've seen. Um, a doctor scientist or organ organist. And a biblical scholar, Anton Five, seeks revenge on the nine doctors he considers responsible for the death of his wife. I've seen it one time, and I have no idea what was it, what it was about. Uh, I sat there and watched it. Um, the the great Vincent Price. Uh, I just remember the way he talked. I was like, "What's the matter? Well, how come he doesn't? His mouth isn't moving, and it talked all weird." Didn't find out until later. Spoiler alert: If you haven't seen it. He was wearing a mask. <laughs> so I was like, what the hell is this? Um, if you look at the poster, I mean, it, it ruins it for you because there's a picture of him uh, right there with the, with the with no mask on. Um, love means never having to say you're ugly. Um, <laughs> what is this rated? <laughs> GP. All ages ad- admitted. Okay. Oh, all right. I didn't. I thought it was. At least PG. It says PG thirteen right here on IMDb. But uh, I need to see this movie again because I do not remember it at all. Did you you see this one? No, no. I always uh used to see just you know the pictures of it and like famous monsters or Fangoria or something. But yeah, I never got to uh to see those. Um. I know there was another one, like Doctor Five Dr. Rides, rides again or something like that. Rise, rises again. Oh, rises. rises. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. 
I've tried to think. What was the rise? Rises again? Rises again. <laughs> Rides again. <laughs> Something like that. Um, I just watched um Vincent Price on the Brady Bunch, and that one when they all went to Hawaii and him and his his Tiki Oliver were uh, living in those caves uh, at the burial ground. Okay, so this one came out in seventy seventy one. Is that what I said? Yeah. Yeah, seventy one. When did the second one come out? Probably 73. Dr. Uh, 72. Dr. Fibes rides, rises again. <laughs> <laughs> rides. I like rides again. <laughs> that sounds better. Who was that? Roger Corman? Um, let me see. I'm, I just took it on. No, Robert Fust. I think that's who it is. But Real quick, did you get that? Uh, did you get that Vincent Price Bunko Pop? There is one? Yeah. Oh man. Is it new? Uh it's probably a couple months old. Okay. No, I didn't. Yeah, you could you could probably find them at Target. No one buys them. There's always like five or six when I see them. But yeah, I was Yeah, I gotta swoop one up. I got a Stephen King one. Um, I I have a Stephen King one. I have the one when, when he's all bloody. The um <laughs> It was a Barnes and Nobles exclusive. Uh, I got that one. Okay, Vincent Price. I didn't know he had one. Shit, I need to get it. Yeah, it's still cheap. Get it. Find it somewhere. But yeah, Dr. Fives. I don't remember much of it, but I remember sitting there watching it with my mom. Um, all right, 1976. Um, <clears throat> Richard Donner, classic. The Omen. This movie is awesome. I love it. Um. Damien, uh, The Omen 2 is my, my favorite one. Didn't really care for Final Conflict or the ones that came out after. The remake was it was all right. But this movie is awesome. This is one of those movies I've seen it a million times. I could watch it again, whatever part it's on, and finish it. Um, I first seen this. Uh, I actually heard about it. I mean, I remember seeing pictures of it and seeing the book. Remember that bookstore uh, that was at the corner when I used to live on East 19th? Yeah, I remember seeing the book in there. Like, well, what is this? And I didn't read it or anything. But there was, I think there was Middle. pictures in it. Yeah. But um, I it finally, yeah, I finally got to see it. It came on TV, like on NBC, the Friday night movie. I think mom and dad went to bowling, and uh, I don't know where Jamie was. He's probably playing Atari in the back, or in our room. And I sat there and watched this movie, and it scared the hell out of me. This movie still spooks me out, but. Um, I love this film. Uh, if you have Shutter watch uh, Cursed Films, uh, and they talk about all the the craziness that happened when they were filming this, um, Gregory Peck, his I, he missed his plane or something, and the one he was supposed to be on crashed. Uh, there was a terrorist attack, uh, and I don't think anyone died from it. Like there was like the crew or whatever was eating dinner somewhere, and there was a terrorist attack down the street, and. All kinds of crazy stuff happened while they were filming this filming this movie. Um, but I love it. I mean, it still it still freaks me out. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, that. Uh, um, one of the cinematographers or something was killed in an explosion. Okay, then that was the, okay. The they're doing a terrorist attack. Um. What's her name was the scariest character to me, Mrs. Um, 
Is it Blaylock? Yeah. Oh my God, Billy Whitelaw. She was creepy. Um, even what's his name? He was scary too. Uh, Father Brennan, um, the dude that was trying to warn him. Uh, oh, yeah, that priest that kept like, uh, yeah, kept telling him. Yeah, he, 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 he was yeah. creepy. Um, evil. He was good. David Warner. He he was he was awesome in this film. But, <laughs> evil. Yeah. Jack, Jack the Ripper. Yeah. Well, don't go in there or don't touch it. It's don't evil. You guys some time bandits. <laughs> but yeah, this movie is hella good. When was the first time you've seen it? Um, probably when it was on Channel Two. Um, I didn't get to go to the theater to see this one, but uh, I remember it was on. No, it was on Channel Four, like the Sunday night movie or something. And uh, I remember watching it. I mean, it wasn't really too much to cut out because it was more, you know. Um, I remember the only part that like was heavily edited was when um, when uh, Evil got beheaded. Yeah. Um, did you see the remake? The one with um. With uh, Cotton Weary. Yeah, him, him and uh, what's her name? That one chick. Um, I can picture blonde girl. Um, Julie Stiles. Yeah, her. 2006 yeah. is when that one came out. I've seen it. I haven't seen it in a while. Um, that one was directed by John Moore. I liked it. I mean, I thought it was good. I'm the. The trailer that I can't, I'm sure it's on YouTube. I probably have to look for it for that new one because it came out um, with June 6th and 2006. They were really yeah. going with the 666 thing. Um, I was at WonderCon in San Francisco and they were showing a, um, uh, there was, it was like trailer park and they were just showing, no, no, it was the, the panel for the omen. Um, and I don't. There was no stars there. I think it was just some um, producers and whoever was talking about it. But they showed the the teaser, and you just see this lady. It was either a lady or a man pounding um, crucifixes, crosses, on the house. And then the camera kind of pulls back, and you see that the whole house is covered in them. And then the camera goes back further and it's like everybody's got crosses all over their house. And then it said something like he's coming or whatever. And then it said the omen. Um, I never saw that again. And I, I just thought it was creepy. And I was like, oh, wow. And yeah, they, they were hyping that movie up big time. And then when I saw it, it was pretty much maybe not word for word, but it was pretty much right on the money with. Uh, with this one, they did add some different visuals. Um, they tried to make the boy look creepier because I do remember there was one scene he had blood coming out of his mouth and all that. I mean, but in this one, in Richard Donner's, they didn't need to add all that to make it spooky. I mean, I thought the whole um, the story was creepy. I mean, Damien, he just looked like a cute little kid. He didn't he didn't look evil. Um, <laughs> it was just all the characters that were in it and the 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 score for this film. Yeah. Is, Jerry Gold. Yeah. It was get probably to me, the scariest thing in it because each scene, when you hear music, it, it fit it. And I just thought this was an amazing film. 
Um, I didn't care for the final conflict. I wasn't really satisfied on how they took out Damien. Did you? Did you? Did you like that one? Um, I. It, it's just. I seen it once and I was like, okay. But um, real quick, the the score for the Omen was like the first horror movie to win an Academy Award for music. Oh well, it deserved it because it was awesome. Yeah. Um, but- all right, moving down the list, I've seen bits and pieces of this one as well. And this is 1971's Bay of Blood. Have you seen this one? Never saw it, no. I don't remember much. I, it was like on TV one night. All I saw was blood in the title. I was like, oh, what is this? So I started watching it, and I, I do not remember this at all. Uh, the murder of a wealthy countess, which uh, was enormously deemed deemed suicide, triggers a chain of reaction of brutal killings in the surrounding Bay Area as several unscrupulous characters try to scrupulous characters try to take over her large estate. Shot in the Bay, or is this somewhere else? <laughs> Probably. I don't know. There's a lot of bays. Yeah, but um, all right. Uh, who's in this? Claude Edgar, Luigi Pistelli, a bunch of other people I never heard of. Directed by Mario Bava. All right, well, this is by an Italian film. Um, well, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to find this one. Is it on YouTube? Because it seems there's always uh, stuff on here. Let me see. Um, and there it is. Bay of Blood. <laughs> it's on YouTube, everyone, if you haven't seen it. Uh, in all its glory. An hour and 24 minutes. Clear copy? Yeah, all right. Give me something to watch on YouTube. Uh, yeah, I, I don't remember what the... All right, this one, I've never seen it. I've seen bits and pieces of it, but it never really struck me as something I wanted to watch. I like David Lynch, but, um, yeah, Eraserhead came out in 77. <laughs> I, I watched that one night. Was, oh, God, you can't, I can't describe it. Check it out if you ever get a chance. Just, just check it out. Henry Spencer tries to survive his industrial environment, his angry girlfriend, and the unbearable screams of his newly born mutant child. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. All right. Yeah, it's shot in black and white, but yeah, I'll have to check it out. All right. Awesome film. This next one came out in 1979. Um, when I first heard of it, it was called Zombie. I remember seeing the poster at the drive-in, at the Coliseum drive-in, and <laughs> we'll eat you, or we're going to eat you, or whatever the hell it said on the poster. Um, but here they have it listed as Zombie 2. I didn't know it was called that until you bought it on VHS, and it said that. And I remember you blacking out the two on on your on the box. And I was like, what is this? And I was like, isn't this Zombie and then that's when you told me, yeah, this is what it was called over there. 
Um, this also is on um, YouTube. If you guys haven't seen it, just type in zombie and or zombie two sometimes. But this this movie is awesome. Directed by Alicia Fulci. It's a slow burn. Don't expect tons and tons of um, zombie violence, but it's it's good. I I really love this film. I love how it began and I loved how it ended and it was it was an amazing film. I watch this whenever I feel the the need to watch it. Um talked about this movie before with Mike on one of these shows. The music still scares me the most. That that just I don't know what that is, dude. That that theme just spooks me out. <laughs> but I love this film. The the red, red blood of uh, of Italian horror, uh, boys and girls. When did and you I first like, see this one? I first saw it um, with uh, with Cousin Jim again. Um, he had he always got movies, sometimes while they were still in theaters. And I remember we watched it. And I just remember the, the same thing. It's just the music scared the hell out of me. But also, I love Fulci's zombies. I love the way they move. Yeah. They're, they're all slow. Their heads are always hanging down or off to the side. And I don't like the running zombies. I mean, I like Fulci's because his zombie movies are always scary. They always scared me because they never really gave any hope. It's like always apocalyptic. And I love this movie because, like, the the gore was just it was some of it. Like, I watched it one time with Jamie and and our buddy Frank, and Frank was this really funny, funny brother man we worked with at UPS. He was like, "Yo, man, is this a snuff film? This shit look real." And <laughs> <laughs> Jamie was like, "Yeah, dude, in Italy they let him go all out." He's like, "What for real?" I was like, no. But that's how convincing it was. I mean, there's some of the gore, like uh, like one of our favorites, uh, demons. Oh. Um, you know, the gore, they just, well, I think that probably 80% of their budget was just gore. Like effects dudes just go all out. But yeah, dude, zombie is a, that's another classic zombie flick. Yeah, it's it's awesome. I love it. Um, You got a zombie fighting a shark in it. <laughs> No one's done that. <laughs> a no, real yeah. shark too. Not not a not a fake yeah. fake one that some guy was wrestling around in the water. No, this was a real shark. <laughs> this, this this guy was fighting. Uh it, it was awesome. I mean, I loved it. I mean, shout out to the guys in, in The Walking Dead, man. They put one of the the zombie that's on the the poster. It was they had him in The Walking Dead. Um People that love this film and know that that character saw it. I saw it. I was like, well, that was that zombie from from zombie. <laughs> and um, I think it was the talking dead. They they they, they talked about it. I think it was during um, I think there were sand zombies uh, for whatever reason. And that it was one of them. And they said, yeah, if you saw Fulci zombie, you've seen this character before. So they uh, put I, the. The, the red flannel zombie from Dawn of the Dead in one of the episodes of uh, The Walking Dead. Yeah, that's right. I mean, there's they throw all kinds of Easter eggs in in, in that series. Uh, for all us diehards, uh, horror fans always catch them. But yeah, I mean, zombie again. If you haven't seen it, um, definitely check it out. It's 
on YouTube for free. So have at it. All right. This next one, this movie's still scary. I know I did it last year. Um, no, we did the remake. But this is um 1976's uh, Brian De Palma, Stephen King classic, Carrie. This movie, what scared me, Carrie didn't scare me. And what her powers and what she could do didn't scare me. Her mom scared me. <laughs> Piper Laurie did an amazing job as Mrs. Uh, Mrs. White. And I've said this before. Um, I'm not a religious person. Um, but religious, really, really super duper religious people scare me. And this lady was scary as, as fuck. And I, <laughs> I just, I don't, people like her keep me away from, from religion and going to church. <laughs> But I love this movie and I felt so bad for Carrie other than she was just getting abused, bullied at school. And then just the abuse she had to take from her mom. But man, this movie is awesome. Yeah. I seen it the first time on, on channel two. Yeah. That's when I seen it. Um, in its entirety. I, I, I like this film. I mean, Sissy Spacek did an amazing job. Um, one of the things that, uh, whatchamacallit, that they did out here at Secret Movie Club was they showed on the, I think the 40th anniversary, they showed Carrie and the scene when, uh, you know, she's having her revenge at the prom and then all the lights go red. Um, all the lights went red in the theater. Mm-hmm. You can see that clip on YouTube. Uh, and everybody in the theater just went crazy. But um, yeah, man, it's a, <laughs> I, I like it because like the actors they got, you know, you have the legendary <laughs> Travolta. He was fresh. Nancy Allen and um, who else? Uh, Ferris Bueller, the uh, the office lady, the one that <laughs> Mrs. Poole. <laughs> yeah, her. Um, uh, what's her name? Uh, P.J. Souls. Norma Vanderclock. Yeah. But yeah, man, it was a, this is a good flick. And her mom, yeah, her mom's, oh, and the greatest American hero was, was in it. But it was, it was cool, man. I mean, I, I, I really liked it. I felt bad for her. You know, like, I can't watch this movie. Certain parts just make me feel, just make me feel so sorry for her. Uh, the whole movie made me feel sorry for her. She was just a teenager and she, she couldn't help it. This is this is the the card she was dealt, and she was just trying to to deal with it. It was, I think, being at home was probably more scary than going to school. But I mean, the bullying that was going on in, in this, and it, and it seemed like the teachers didn't even give a fuck because they were like, "Oh, it's just Carrie White. She's she's a weirdo," and and they didn't care except for um, what's her name, um, the chick from Eight Is Enough. The stepmom, um, Abby, she, I don't remember her name in the movie, but she, she was the only one that kind of like, yeah, Carrie. And she was sticking up for her, uh, stuck, stuck up for her with, when she was dealing with the principal and, and, uh, the girls that were harassing her. But then she turned her out being a two faced Cause at the end when she had blood all over her and the camera was going around showing everyone laugh, she was standing there laughing. I was like, but, weak. but was she, no, but that's what that's what Carrie saw. They weren't really laughing at her. 
um, that's what that's what Carrie saw because her mom was saying that they're all going to laugh at you, and that's how she saw it. Oh, so she wasn't laughing. She was just no. They weren't. No, none of them. The only one that was laughing was uh was PJ Souls, and I remember that uh, Greatest American Hero uh, Billy, his or not Billy, I forgot Tommy. He was like looking at her like bitch. But no, nobody nobody was laughing. That's just she was hearing her mom in her head saying that they're all going to laugh at you. Well, he got knocked that, out, so. Yeah, figured that's he, a, that's, figured he got burned up <laughs> with everyone else. Yeah. Did you see the sequel? Uh, the Rage, Carrie 2? Yeah. I just saw it last year. Because um, when. Um, Dude, that was good. I liked when, it. <laughs> when Stu was telling telling her about what happened. And yeah. she said, you know, all my friends died. You know, my, my friend, my boyfriend, Tommy. And she was just naming all the people. But uh, that um, that auditorium, that's we when we go driving around sometimes, we, we drive by it. It's down in a Manhattan Beach area. It's the community center. But yeah, I mean, did, the Rage Carry 2, that one was good. I, I never wanted to see it. I was like, what? I didn't know it was a sequel. I just thought it was just another remake of it because they remade Carrie so many times. Um, I did like the remake, the one that was in the theater. I did like that one with um, uh, Hit Girl, whatever the hell her name is. Oh, that Chloe Grace Moretz or whatever her name is. I did like that one. But this this movie was, was amazing. I mean, I love Brian De Palma. I don't like all of his movies. But um, I, I love this one. I think I only have like a few of his movies other than Scarface. This one. Um, Gotta have Untouchables. Uh, that. Dress to Kill. And. Body Double. Uh, Body Double and Blowout. Those are the ones that I have. Um, but yeah, Carrie. Awesome film. You guys haven't seen it. Um, this movie I love. It's goofy. The remake was better, but. This is 1977's The Hills Have Eyes, um, <laughs> written by written and directed by Wes Craven. Um, did he write it too? Uh, I think he did. Um, oh my god! I I love this movie. It's goofy and crazy, and yeah, uh, written and directed by Wes Craven. It stars a a bunch of people in it, but. Um, Michael Berryman, that's the main guy that everyone remembers because he, he's right on, on the poster. But this movie is cool, man. I mean, I like it. I mean, it's 70s, um, and it, it is what it is. I mean, the the remake, which was came out in 2000, 2006, directed by the Alexander Aja, that yeah. movie was tough. Uh, I was not expecting much with that one. I was like, "Yeah, they're remaking everything. Might as well remake this." And when I found out who was directing it, I was all in because I loved um, uh, Aja's uh, high tension, and uh, so I was like, "All right, this this is it's gonna be good." And then when Piranha 3D, when me and Mike would see that, oh man, <laughs> that was hella good too. That was fun, dude. We, everybody in the theater, I think. Everybody had a good time watching that. <laughs> you had we to see that funniest. in 3D. <laughs> oh god, we could just we could stop laughing, we could stop cheering. <laughs> oh, dude, that 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 was an experience going to see that we saw in Chicago. That because that theater was packed, 
and it was just everybody was just screaming, having a good time. I didn't even want to see it. I was kind of like, what, really? But as I was flying over there, I mean, I think I, I had a layover in Phoenix or something like that. So I remember uh, I knew it was coming out, and I knew it was coming out that day, but I watched the trailer in there when it's directed by Alexander Oz. I was like, oh, fuck, we got to see this. Because I remember right when I got there, I said, "We let's go let's go see this, and we went. <laughs> so. Yeah. That was that was fun. But the Hills Have Eyes, Wes Cravens, um, I like it. It's goofy and stupid. I have both of them. I got the um the arrow box sets uh for for both of the Hills Have Eyes too. But um it is what it is. It's a guilty pleasure. I know a lot of people don't like it, but um I love it. Um All right, this one I saw once and I don't remember it at all. And this is 1979's The Brood. Uh, I think it's David Cronenberg. David Cronenberg. Yeah. It's on, um, it's on, do you have HBO max? Yeah. It's on there. All right. In their, in their horror movie section. I never really dig through all the stuff on there. They got some good ones. They got all the Godzilla movies. Like the old ones. Yeah. All right. Um, the brood a man tries to uncover an unconventional uh, psychologist therapy techniques on his institutionalized wife amidst a series of brutal murders all right cool um is this the one when they when the the little kids touch you and yeah. burn is that the one uh no this one is the uh those little kids like all cloned and mutants the most famous scene is that little girl standing against the door and they're Yeah, that's the picture they have up on here and they they're busting through and she's screaming. Yeah. What movie am I thinking of? There was these little kids if they touched you, you burned. Was it the children? I there's a, a whole horror movie called The Children. That might I might be getting that confused. Um let me see. No, not that one. Was it 1980 when that one came out? Yes, that's okay. I never saw The Brood. I'm thinking of this film. Yeah, The Children. Um, um the, the, the trailer popped up, and you see the, the kids. All right, I need to find this movie. I remember it's horror sci-fi. A uh, nuclear plant leak turns a busload of children into murderous atomic zombies with black fingernails. Yeah. That's the movie I remember. <laughs> the Brood. All right, I'm going to have to check, uh, check this one out. Um, This movie I've seen a couple times, and it was really, really a slow burn. I liked it. I never saw the remake, but this is 1977's uh, Dario Argento's Suspiria. Um, shout out to my brother, Sweet Rob. He loved this movie. Um, Did you see this one? No, no. Chris uh, Chris Walsh is always talking about it, though. He oh. said the remake sucked, but he's he loves the original. I've never seen it. it it's good. Um, it's really slow. you you got to be in the right mood for it. Don't expect uh, a lot going on. But, I mean, the story-wise, it was really good. The only thing I remember in the trailer was Suspiria over and over <laughs> through the whole trailer. <laughs> but... Um, not sure if it's streaming anywhere. If if anything, it's probably on Shutter. But yeah, dude, definitely check this one out. It, it's a really good film. Ah, this one. Um, I remember sitting there, uh, 
late at night watching it with you on that little small black and white TV. I was on the top bunk, came on hell late at night. And this is uh 1979's Don Coscarelli classic phantasm. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was cool when we met Don Coscarelli at, um, where did we meet him at? It was a horror convention. Uh, um, Stockton. What was the con We're in Stockton. Yeah. I don't Sinister know. Creature Con. Yeah, that was it. Oh, man. That was awesome meeting him. And he was hella cool, too. Oh, man. Wish we would have got to meet Angus Grimm. Rest in peace. But I know. this movie is amazing. It still confuses me. Um, Mike explained it to me when we, when we did do a show on it. I don't know how long ago. Go back and fucking figure it out when we did it. But um, I want the Zisu to watch this. He's never seen it. Um, Remember when we were there at when we were at the panel and he goes, can anybody out there explain this movie? And you pointed at me like, he can. I... <laughs> And then I told the whole crowd, like, yeah, I had to stand up and tell them. It, it was, I mean, I love it. Um, everybody in it is awesome. It could have been a one and done for me. They needed to make however many, was it, five films? Five, yeah. I know I have all of them. Ravager just made it more confusing. Uh, Ravager or Rav, whatever the hell it was called. That yeah. one, it, that one was just more confusing. I was like, "What the? Fuck? I need to rewatch that." One. I haven't, I haven't, I only watched it the one time. But uh, this one being my favorite, I loved part two. Part three was eh. Um, Oblivion, that one. Part four was cool. Yeah, there's five of them. Part uh, that one was Oblivion was all right. Um, but it was just more. It was just getting confusing, confusing as it went along. Um, part two had a bigger budget. Right, because Universal backed them, and it, it is what it is, man. This, this movie is amazing. Um, I know it's on Shutter. I think all of them are on Shutter except for Part Two. Oh, yeah, because Universal is just a bitch with it and doesn't um, want to put it out. It took forever for it to come out on Blu-ray. Shout Factory put it out. I think you can still get it. I'm not really sure, but. They put uh, out. They put it out with that. Uh, oh, that, that ball. The ball. I Did you get it? See, yeah, I, I missed that one. I fucked up. Um. Oh, you saw this uh, when when they had the screening down there, huh? Yeah, I first saw it when it first came out with Chaz and Kathy. We saw it down at Scene Seven because they they added that little meaning thing in the beginning because the, the first time I had seen it that wasn't there it just said phantasm and then started but this this movie is is amazing it's an amazing film I mean you you see you have you watch it and you sit there did this really happen or or was it a dream and again it could have been a one and done for me but they carried it on and it just got more confusing and more confusing but um, I love this film. If you have any chance to meet Don Coscarelli, he's really approachable. He'll talk to you and everything. And he was an awesome guy. I was really happy that that we got to meet him and, and got a picture with him. Speaking of that, I need to print that one out and hang it here in the studio. But what was what was cool was when we were in Burbank and I got to meet um, Mike and Jody. 
Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's cool. They were yeah. When we we met him, I met him in there too. They were cool. And I was talking to them about it and uh, took a picture with them because I I told I told Jody I was like, you I said you were like all of our big brother. I said we had a we had an older brother named Joe, and his buddy Greg and you and Reggie. That's you guys reminded us of. <laughs> and he was like, oh man. He goes, come here, man. Let me give you a hug. And when he signed my uh, when him and Mike signed my Blu-ray, they put your big, your big brothers. <laughs> right on. But I thought it was cool. But I, I never, I always got, I got to get, what's her name, man? The lady in lavender. Uh, I always miss her signature, but, um, uh, yeah, man, Angus, I wish, I wish I would have got his. From what I hear, he was a really cool guy too. Um, Reggie's cool. I met him. Uh, I met him at the first Comic-Con I went to. He, he was really cool. He's a little tiny. <laughs> yeah, I talked to him and his wife. They they were cool. Yeah, um, skinny dude. Jody was cool. Mike was kind of like, hmm, yeah. I was like, oh, okay, but uh, I mean, he was still nice. But, um, yeah, dude. I mean, hopefully, things can kind of go back to normal, and uh, they they do con things. I mean, they people have they, people are they're doing cons now, but it's with all the rules, especially here in California. Um, but it, it's up to the, the, um, the people that are signing if, uh, they wear masks or, or anything. Cause some, there was some that I've seen, like uh, I saw pictures of Malcolm McDowell somewhere and he had like a glass plexiglass thing around him, like a big shield. And he would sign your stuff, but you'd have to, they had his handler would hand it to you from around the thing. So, He's just trying to be safe. Good for him. But all right. Um, coming down to the last two. Uh 1973's The Exorcist. I remember watching this film for the first time. It, it was on TV when I first seen it, and it was chopped to hell. But man, it was still scary. <laughs> yeah. Um, but when I finally saw it, like the the rated R version, I, I watched it. I think I rented it and I was like, wow, man, this movie, it's, it's, it's spooky still. Um, there's like, if you watch documentaries, there's a lot of things that, that, that happened during this filming as well. Um, Linda Blair, awesome, awesome lady. I met her once. Um, she signed your thing, didn't she? Yeah. My, um, my booklet. Yeah. She, she's really nice. Um, but this movie, to me, I think this movie still holds up. It ain't the scariest movie I've ever seen, but it it is, it it is spooky. And I mean, dealing with the heaven and hell and all that, and and it's creepy. Um, but there's been a billion exorcism movies out there. Not all of them are good. Some are just terrible. Um, I think the last one that scared me was the exorcism of Emily Rose. That was hell scary. But um this one it it's I I can watch it and um I remember one of the last times I watched it, Renee and I watched it and cause she was like, Oh my, this movie's scary. And then when it was over, she goes, Wasn't that scary? I said, Well, when we saw it when we were kids, it was. But uh, I sat down and watched it with Eric. He had never seen it. And he goes, he goes, That was pretty good. I said, Were you scared? He went, No. He goes, but it was good. So, all right. 
Ananda had never seen it. And then uh, we watched it. And um, same thing when it was over, she was like, oh, it was okay. And then she, she had nightmares for like two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have whatever. The one with the new scenes, which is crawling down the stairs and whatever else they added to it. Um, yeah, I don't really like that one. That looked, that looked creepy, but um, it, it is what it is. All right. On to this one, um, 1978's John Carpenter classic Halloween. Of course, this has got to be on there. I mean, it's the 70s. This was, um, was this the starter of the mask slasher or was there something before this one? Well, other than house, not how, um, town that dreaded sundown. I like sundown. Um, as far as like kicking off the, the mask slashers, um, the slasher era, yeah. Halloween, Halloween, uh, started it with the unstoppable killer. I mean, this one, it's 2021 or 2022. We got one more movie coming out. Halloween ends. Will it end? I don't know. We'll see in October. Um, I know a lot of people didn't like Halloween Kills. I loved it. <laughs> it, it made my best of a list. Um, Did you see the extended one? No, I haven't. I haven't watched it yet. Um, I missed the Steelbook completely. I, I, I'm kicking myself. I was like, everybody hated this movie. Why is it? Uh, why did it? Why did it sell out so fast? Uh, because there's a bunch of us that loved it. Yeah, so I'm kicking myself. I'm not paying two, three hundred dollars for it on eBay. You guys can kiss my ass. But I mean, I love this movie. It still holds up. Um, I love that we went to to these locations uh, when we went to the screening uh, at the um, was it the Sugar Mint Museum. Uh, yeah, I, I loved that. I mean, going to the Myers House in Pasadena, going to Lori's house, the Strode House. Uh, sitting on that little corner holding a pumpkin. Um, the oh, hedge. The hedge. <laughs> that was awesome. And just, it, it was awesome. I mean, I, I loved it. Um, Dude, that, that whole day oh, was yeah. bad. Because remember, we went to Riverside, went to Darkside and Riverside. We met, you met uh, Jason One, yeah. Ari Lehman, and then we met F13 composer Harry Manfredini. Yeah. And, Man, Candyman was hella cool, man. Tony Todd. And who else did we meet? Oh, um, the one lady from War of the Worlds, the original one. Um, I just remember taking a picture of you and her. That was her name. What was that? Ann Robinson. Yeah, her. I mean, oh man, yeah, man. We were just driving back, and then I think I was going to go, where's this Halloween house? And then you went, oh, it's right here, and we went there. Uh, we, we, I just wanted to see the house and the hedge and, and all that, and, and we were going to go back to Mike's. But when we were walk, we parked the car, and we were walking to the, to the Myers house. We walked past that little sugar mint museum, and it's, there was a little chalkboard outside. Hey, we were screening tonight on Halloween. And I was like, oh, cool. And then we went inside and it was like a Halloween museum. It was all kinds of Halloween stuff. They had um, one room set up where they had Judith Myers 
a headstone in there over a bed and there all kinds of pictures and stuff from the film and the script. Yeah. The script was in there. Some fan, fan art. Um, and then we got we to met. sit in the backyard uh, of, of that museum and watch Halloween with the Myers house, like a stone throw away. And we, we were like basically in the backyard uh, of the yeah. Myers house watching it. And it was awesome, man. Shout and Michael to- came in, remember? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he came he walking in. Stood there and watched it. Oh man, it it was yeah, that was an awesome day, man. We we had hella fun. I mean, it was cool. Horror convention then ended up with a with a Halloween screening. Oh, um, then we went, remember we went in um like right around the corner from Sugar Mint is that alley in Halloween oh, too. Oh, that's where right. He was, <laughs> where he was walking back in that alley and we went walking through that. Yeah, we, we did Halloween through. 2 stuff. Oh man. Good times. I mean, Mike and I like going to places where they filmed just like movies, no matter what it is. But a horror, horror things are cool. I mean, Haddonfield and what was it Springfield where Nightmare on Elm Street happened? Yeah, Spring, Spring, uh, Springwood, Springwood. Yeah, I mean, it's right across the street from each other. You got uh, Haddonfield, Illinois, on one side of Sunset Boulevard, and then a couple blocks away, you got the Freddy Krueger house or the wasn't the Freddy Krueger house. It was um, Nancy's. Nancy's. Nancy <laughs> yeah, Nancy's house and Glenn's house was across the street. Oh man, it's 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 awesome to do stuff like that. I need to get that picture of Kyle standing in front of that house as well, blown up and put it in here. But then me and me and the wife were out cruising one time out in the valley and um, came across the uh, the Morningside Cemetery gates. Oh, that's that, what I want. I want to do. I want to see that. Went to there, and then when we took uh, her sister and her husband up to the Hollywood sign, that back road there uh, that goes along the Hollywood Dam, there's the the gates to the um, Smith's Grove um, oh. Sanitarium, and then what else? The church from the fog. the fog is right around the corner from where Michael Myers in Halloween 2 was bumped into that kid with the cowboy hat and the boombox. That little shopping center. There's over the over that hill. I want to go to um where they filmed Friday Thirteenth too. I know the house is gone, but um that store is still there. Oh, that's that's along um uh what you call it uh oh god Tajunga Canyon. Yeah, that's that store is still back. There. That that's there, and the house from uh part four from final chapter. The Jarvis house? Yeah, that's back there. That's 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 back there too. I know. I but thought the, that one. No, I'm I'm thinking of the part three house. I think that one that burned down the, as well as the um the barn. The barn's still there. Oh, the barns are. I thought it burned the, down. No, but, the house burned down, oh, but okay. the barn is still there. All right. Well, I want to make it well, back yeah. there somewhere. I mean, I love going. My my Graceland. I want to go to Crystal Lake, in Jersey. In Jersey, I want to go to that camp. <laughs> Whatever, whatever the Indian word is for it, I want to go there. Camp Jimmy. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I want to go to that tour and, and go to that. They, they, they still do Crystal Lake tours uh, every year. I want to go to that, and um, I think the biggest place I've been to was uh, the Overlook Hotel uh, in Oregon, 
where uh, Stanley Kubrick, uh, what well, was just the outside shots of the hotel. We drove up there to the is it Timberline Ranch or Timberline Resort or whatever. Lodge. Yeah, we went up there. And, um, play the song while you're driving up there. Oh no! I mean that that that, that I don't know where that road was. It wasn't that that road up there. Um, but it's it's big. But when you're standing in front of it, going, it looks huge in the movie. It is big, yeah. but it doesn't look as big as you think. And that is not the inside. If you guys think it is, <laughs> <laughs> that was a set in Europe somewhere in the movie, but. Uh, we did go in there. There was a small little thing saying this is they they shot the outside for the film. There is no hedge maze in the back. It was all made up. Um, you walk out to the back. It's just a big mountain right there, and that's where the, it's a ski resort. And um, the snow was melting. That was the only reason I got to I drove up there because if it was if that was a snowy road, hell no, I wouldn't drive up that road because it was steep. And uh, we walked around. There's signs. Please do not walk down the halls. It's for guests only. I didn't give a fuck. We we walked all over that whole hotel. Um, but I know it's kind of cheap to stay there during the summer because it's probably just up there for hiking. But um, one of my friends said that it's like an arm and a leg if you want to go up there and ski and stay stay at that place. But, yeah, that's probably like the biggest place I've ever been to. But I, I've been to a lot um, of places that uh, – I mean, my family, we all get a kick out of going to places where they film horror movies or just movies in general. But, um, all right, everyone, that was Collider's The 21 Best Horror Movies uh, of the 1970s. Um, seen most of them, a couple I just I need to see, uh, as well as Mike. But um, I guess it was a good list to end up with Halloween. Um, out of this whole list, I'm trying to think of what was my favorite and I am going to have to go with Dawn of the Dead that's my favorite out of this list don't get me wrong I love Jaws but I love Dawn of the Dead a little bit more alright um, it's getting late everyone and I gotta go watch the book of Boba Fett before I go to bed but um yeah that's uh it's finale, finale tonight oh is it yeah that's what Eric was oh. telling me you know, it's going to, I don't know, my prediction is going to gear up and then credits. Yeah. But before we get out of here, I just want to announce this. I, I, I had to do some tallying of our episodes for the E-Society. And when I talk about E-Society episodes, I'm talking about our regular feed, Scanner Podcast Network over at our Podbean Hub. And this is Anchor. All right. Um, a total of everything dealing with the E-Society. Um, we're, we're only at, uh, with the, with the regular show, we're at episode two, hold on, 244 was the last one we did, episode 244, but I counted all the 31 days of horror episodes, all the, up to the challenge, um, and ESP Rewind, that, all those shows all have to deal uh, and then even the um, original remakes, those all have to deal with the E Society. And my full my with this episode right now, we've done seven hundred and nine episodes of the E Society. Damn! Within four years uh, of this show, um, 
I haven't even told the Zisu yet because we just said we we've always said ah, we're over five hundred, but we didn't know exactly where. And I'm like, fuck, man, we've done that many episodes. Um, it's it's crazy that that we've done. I mean, I've I listened to uh, Hardwick's podcast. He's like in the thousands, but um, we're we're almost there. We're like three hundred away <laughs> from a thousand episodes but i i can't believe how many we've done um in four years of the east society's existence and mike's been here with us from the beginning uh as well as you jade i think and joel i think that's it from from the, from the very very beginning, and when we started the East Society, and then everyone else that they they came on, oh as well out as a shout out to Steve, he was there from the beginning as well. Um, fuck man, yes, yeah, seven hundred nine episodes. I, I I can't believe it. It's it's crazy. I told Renee before I started recording this, but then we were at seven hundred eight. But recording this now, we're seven hundred nine. So, um, you guys are hearing it first right now. Um, I'll probably post something later on, but it's it's, it's amazing. I, I can't believe we've done that many. And I've said this before. The reason I started podcasting was to help help me with my depression. And it, it has helped a lot. Um, my wife said she's noticed a difference uh, in me and she loves that I do this to, to help uh, myself. Uh, fans out in the fans. Listeners have reached out to me and said that we we've helped them along the way too. So, I mean, other than doing this for myself, we do it for you guys, and it's cool. And I'm happy that that people listen. Uh, and I'm it's weird when I get emails or, or messages from people on the other side of the world. That's that's weird. I'm like, how the hell did you find out about us? <laughs> so, but it, it's crazy, everyone. Um, we're we're still we're still going we're still going up we haven't we haven't peaked yet we're we're still doing this cuz i don't know when we're ever going to stop hopefully it won't hopefully when we're gone maybe someone will continue on with the e society but i don't know we'll see but uh anything else before we get out of here uh i have a couple things coming up um real quick uh this month uh, February 25th. It's a Friday. Um, I'll be at blast from the past comics, collectibles and cool stuff in Burbank in Burbank. I'll be doing the signing of my action figure photography stuff. And March 20 or March 12th, I will be in Culver city at the comic book doing the same thing there. Another, another, uh, signing, um, of my figure photography. And then I mentioned before that I'm going to be featured in Fangoria for action figure photography. So I'll let uh, Nez know when that uh, issue hits or however they're going to put it out. Do they still print it? Yeah, it's quarterly now. It comes out like every three months. Oh, okay. But this this latest issue, I'm I'm not in this one. All right. So. Yep, that's, that's, that's about it. Alrighty, everyone's late. We're recording this one. I think it was Tuesday when we started. Now it's Wednesday. <laughs> so, 
Um, everyone, again, thank you so much for listening. We I always say this at the end of each show. Um, again, we do it for you guys, and thank you for listening. Shout out to everybody that's uh, a member of the E Society. Uh, we just keep getting more and more and pe- more people that 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 uh, join. And how you join the E Society, other than being a listener, is coming on the show. And if you guys want to come on for whatever reason, talk about this or that, or help us talk about movies or TVs or what have you, I mean, definitely reach out to us and we'll figure out a time when you can be on. And uh, we got more coming for you. We got a regular episode coming really soon. Um, might be a long one because the DC's got a ton of stuff and I only got like a handful of things. But All right, we're going to get out of here. So with that, um, please be safe out there and we will all talk to you next time. So until then, party on. Peace.